The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to another episode of the World's Team on Bobby Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I'm joined, as always, by Paul Stewart. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Absolutely rubbish. Let's be, let's be, let's be straight, go straight to the point. That game was the worst nightmare we could ever imagined in that game. Defensively, what in the hell? I, I'm absolutely lost for words how terrible we performed in that game like I could go and dissect everything in that game why was our linebackers hitting the wrong gaps why was our coverage going from zone rather than sticking to man coverage where we played for the majority of the whole season and that's what made Jerome Brand one of the an all pro essentially and and all that pressure because of our defense put additional pressure on our offense, and that's what led to mistakes. So I'm not particularly happy about it. Um, but yeah, and obviously with the news that's been happening recently, McCarthy is coming back and potentially Dan Quinn. Um, and I can understand the frustration with Cowboys Nation right now. Um, because we do have the players to do damage. But it just seems to be a pure mental block when we hit playoffs right now. And and it's it's just growing frustrating. But and and I'm I know I'm jumping from it's the start of the show and I'm jumping all over the place. You'll probably want to dissect everything what I've just said to you. But the thing is with Dan Quinn right now, he has struggled through his whole career under a Kyle Shanahan, like a Shanahan tree of coaches. From Matt LaFleur to Shanahan himself and others when he was head coach at Atlanta, when he was DC and Seattle and DC now in Dallas, he has struggled with that type of offense. And why he does why does he need to defer from what made Dallas very successful as a defense? That still blows my mind to how rubbish that whole game was, really. Yeah, um, it's hard to say what sucked more. (laughs) Um, Obviously, if, like, the defense could have kept you in there, like, that 
would have at least made it a game. Um, not that the offense was up, up to par either, but yeah, that was just a complete failure start to finish. And it felt like there was no real, and it could be like, obviously Kelsey and I talked about this on girls talking boys, but it was, it just, you know, that could be a number of reasons, like the limitations of the players that we just aren't fully, you know, aware of, like, but still it just felt like there was nothing done to change the scheme or help the guys do any better. Um, so that was just frustrating. Yeah. I mean, for me, it kind of felt like during the, that first drive, I already kind of felt like Dan Quinn's foot was already out the door, even though he is rumored to be coming back, but it kind of felt like that Dan Quinn was actually already planning on leaving. That That's just like prior to this, like, I just kind of felt it was all meh, just do whatever. Didn't really. I didn't think that. I wouldn't think that at all. No, I no. Think the like, I think the scheme and the defense and all that sh- stuff was like, it was just not up to par. But there, I don't think for like two seconds that Dan Quinn didn't want to win that game and didn't care and didn't do anything to like plan mm. for it. I just think he just couldn't get it right. And again, that kind of goes back to my point. He's always struggled with the Shanahan tree of coaches on over over the course of the past five, six years. Like, and you would have think by now you things have a need to change in terms of okay, I've why am I running zone all the time again? It's this type of offense, it doesn't work. I need to change it up. But yet he does it all the time. Like <clears throat> We lost to San Francisco. We lost to Green Bay. We like over the course of the years, we've lost to like primarily these type of offenses that we've lost to is under that Shanahan tree style of offense, and it, it's so frustrating. It really is. Um, and and I don't know if it's just me, but I'm really want our players to start focusing more on actions speak louder than words, and I'm. I'm, I may sound as though I'm having a pop at Micah Parsons at, in particular, but I'm in a way, but I'm but it's more towards the whole team because you've got players kind of doing wee side projects there and there, and it can it can affect your like mindset going into games and stuff like that. You're talking all this smack talk on your podcast or you're doing this wee xyz your wee side hustle or whatever and that but primarily your main job is to be a football player your main job is to scout and actually learn and how to beat these opposing teams that are set right there in front of you with very little time to prepare and and this is where my frustration with mike mccarthy is is when he had uh came out and said yeah we did not prepare enough no no it, Duh! I I almost cussed there, but I tried I tried to hold the banner. That's why I just said duh. But for him to come out and kind of basically label that, I'm uh okay. Well, why? Like just like I I just yeah, like why why did you not prepare? Exactly. Like, what like, are you doing? <laughs> that's why I'm so frustrated, and I can understand the whole frustration within Cowboys Nation right now. It's like it's not giving us a boost of confidence for next year already right and 
and don't get me wrong, like, yeah, we've had injuries in our linebackers and stuff like that. Overshun's been out for the season. LVE got injured, etc. But we are lacking physicality in the in the linebackers right now, and yeah, and and moving safeties all across the board to play linebacker. I wouldn't say that is the solution. I, no, like we we did try to bring in Rashad Evans. He was there for the practice squad or whatever it was. I know they got cut. So. For me already, like the three main positions I'm already looking for as of next next season is offensive line, linebacker, and running back. Those are the top three positions I'm very really want to focus on. We said that start. last year, though. We said that last year. I know, and yeah. it just seems to be the same and old it, story. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been nice to have that depth if you actually did that last year? Oh my god! Like, like, can you imagine if we draw like a player like Ivan Pace for the Minnesota Vikings or something like that in that second round? Rather, like, and this is no disrespect to Luke Shoemaker. I think mm-hmm. Shoemaker will come eventually, but we need players to have an instant impact. Like, the, like the only player that could have made an instant impact would have been Overshawn, but he he got injured. Yeah, and and the only player that not in our draft class, but in our on undrafted. Was our kicker? Mm-hmm. That just that just comes to show that last year was a bit of a bust in terms of recruitment, in a way. Yeah. And I know I know I know it sounds like an extreme take on this, but well, I think it was supposed to be more of a grow, like that class was supposed to grow, and that's what they were recruiting. But like you, you were not in that position, so I don't know why you would draft as if you were, and that just feels overconfident and cocky to me when you're ignoring blatant issues and blatant depth problems um yeah. drafting guys that you're like will be great in two or three years like okay i don't care well, your window well, is now what yeah. are you doing listen our window's been 29 years that's been our window like well, we're, we're, we're quite legitimately this these last two years have been a a window of time where they could have made a legitimate run, especially this year yeah. when it opened yeah. wide open for you and you sit there and, and that's something that really, I've literally said this every year that Mike McCarthy has been our coach and I'm annoyed that he continues to do this because he walked into this building lying. And then he's just like, he sits there and he just says, oh, yeah, 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 we're doing this. And then he'll like come back later and be like, we didn't do that. Why are you doing that? Why are you lying? <laughs> just stop lying. Like, like it's it just, it's like he completely abandons his own words. Like he abandons his words. It's like his words don't matter anymore. No, and, they don't. And, and after his press conference the other day there, I'm taking it with a pinch of salt. Like, I'm already... Going, with nothing. Yeah, like, next year, like... <clears throat> And this is towards all of Cowboys Nation right now. We are no obligation. We have no say to say, oh yeah, next year, Super Bowl. No, we need to stop doing that. The only chance we actually get to say Super Bowl is when we actually make it to the Super Bowl. Other than that, we need to have a more realistic approach and hold our coaches and players more accountable. Well, When you have Jerry up there, it's a little hard to do that. But yeah, um, I don't know what 
the solution is there. I mean, we're this is the hand we're dealt. We'll see if, you know, DQ is part of that. I think um, something I was talking with Kelsey about, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but if you're going to lean in and keep Mike, um, <clears throat> the whole experiment of let me call the offense was fun and all, and it, it wasn't terrible. Um, I mean, we did have some great games. Like, I will, I will give Mike McCarthy his due. Um, yeah, but like, it shouldn't have taken that long to, you know, yeah, make the target. Yeah. So, like, I have issues with it, and then there's also like good parts about it. Whatever. Can you get a competent OC in and not have your figurehead there? Like, actually get an OC in because I'm kind of done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't like Kellen Moore. Whatever. You got him out. Then you're the OC. It's not working out. You have a figurehead OC, Schottenheimer. You're not letting him really do anything. Genuinely. Yep. yep. No, 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 I totally you wanted agree. it to be on you. So that's great. It's on you. Well, guess what? Now it's on you to go get a competent OC to run your offense and make it the juggernaut it's supposed to be with the players yep. that it has because those players are excellent and they should be playing excellent. And you are not getting that out of them. And your team is undisciplined. Your team is not motivated Fire. and they're not prepared. And that is on you. Keep That's it going. Keep, keep it going, Meg. I want to hear more I'm of this. Sick of it. Go get a fucking OC. Sorry. <laughs> I, I apologize. I couldn't let it, I couldn't let it not come out, but like, what are you doing <laughs> from top to bottom? Like that's just, I'm just pinpointing one thing that's really bothering me. Well, my second thing other than him lying all the time, like just stop lying. It's not that hard. Just don't give the extra information we didn't ask for. Don't yeah. give me the frills about some BS that's not actually happening. I don't care. And but, that's why, like, whenever people, like, want to defend him, I'm like, great. I, I see your little points that you're making. But overarchingly, you're getting a unprepared, undisciplined team. And they could be so much better than they are. And it's your fault. Like, period. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Um, I've, yeah, even with the acquisition of the offensive line coach that we brought in, who has the vast experience over 40 years and stuff like that, I didn't think he actually helped improve that much of what we already had from last year. So I'm just kind of like, we might need to look for an offensive line coach perhaps as well, um, just to really like, like step it up a little bit. Um, we do have a lot of concerns going now in the next season. Tyron Smith is is the big question. Um, Dak's contract. Wouldn't it have been nice if you drafted an offensive lineman last year and didn't have to worry so much about that? Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been good. And don't forget as well, we've got Dax contract who's going to be hitting $60 million on the salary cap this year. So the likely chance is Dak is going to get extended. So for anyone that's a Dak hater right now, like or lump it, Dak is here to stay. Because if we were to get rid of him right now, it's going to damage us in the long run. And I don't think Jerry or Steven would want to do that now. Well, CD's mom wants to, but that's not really her decision to make i'm assuming uh, you saw that right i haven't seen that no cd's mom was talking crap about dak on facebook oh my god this this is where family members need to stay out of it i'm sorry but 
Yeah, just uh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, like just just be supportive of your son and that's it. Don't disrespect the rest of any teammates and stuff like that. It's not helping. It's not helping yeah. the case of trying to improve. If anything, it's no. doing more damage. Yes. So that's been fun today. That was a today thing. So breaking news. My God. Uh, but yeah, um, what else is there? Like, like said, Damon Clark right now, like he's had a great season, right? There's no doubt about it. But I, I was in complete shock of what, don't know if it's down to Dan Quinn's play calling or it's Damon Clark's reads during that game, but Every linebacker, if they're running the ball, there's always an assignment. Essentially, you've got your gap between the offensive offensive line to hit. And I would say there was at least seven instances where Damon Clark went to the wrong gap. And it could have been so easily avoided. And if he hurt his gap, we would not have been getting the whole Aaron Jones show once again. Again, and that this is a narrow issue I have when it comes to Dallas, not just with Mike McCarthy, but just with Dallas alone. Every time we play, play Green Bay, we seem to have this kryptonite under Aaron Jones. Why? I have no idea. For over the years, we've just cannot seem to solve that riddle in Pandora's box right now. Like, it's like you've got all the game film on this guy. Stop it. Scout for it. Do your research. And Mike McCarthy is supposed to be Mr. Analytical here. And he can't, didn't... Again, Mc... lie. That's a lie. He's lying. Liar. It's Sorry. just it's, it's just beyond frustration right now. And for, for like, and and I, I can speak for like so everyone mm -hmm. here back in the UK and all the Cowboys Nation across Europe and, and stuff like that. Like, having to stay up late late at night just to watch that garbage it was not fun it was not fun at all and yeah I'm but there is a silver lining though I will say though well at least we didn't lose how the Eagles lost in some way support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning as a parent you want your child to have every opportunity but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. No, it was worse. Well, I don't know about worse that. Because, because 
we had a wide open path to the NFC True. championship game and you blew it. Yeah. They yeah. have been a fraudulent team since the season started and then they were exposed and then they went on a downward spiral. So they really didn't have much hope, even though they do talk a lot of talk, but like they didn't have that. Like we all went into that, that weekend knowing that they were going to lose. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Their, their hopes it's, in it's Dallas still... were so high and they should have been, and mm-hmm. no one came up to meet it. And that's the problem. So yes, I do love that the Philadelphia Eagles lost. Haha. But like, it doesn't give me any solace because my team was so embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Just like, I can't even like be as giddy as I want to be about like a Philadelphia loss, which normally makes me so happy. Yeah, because even before the game, I felt this could be the game where we can change that whole perception of the whole playoffs. It's like, we're not going to be a one and done like all the, what the mainstream media have been talking, the mainstream media actually had us as favorites. We were seven points favorites, uh, favorites going into this game. And and I'm just as surprised. And what, after seeing Jimmy Johnson's halftime talk, like that got me fired up because that's how angry I was with the team. Like, and Troy Aitman the other day there made a comment saying, the last time I saw Jimmy Johnson talk like that is when I was still playing for the Cowboys. And that's seen something. That that was pure raw. Jimmy Johnson was P-I-S-S-E-D. He was mad. So if that's the, and to see that on national television and stuff like that, like, you know, we stunk in that game. We, are, we were rotten. So we were. Yeah. It was a <clears throat> circus, a three-ring circus, a five-ring circus. If you think about it, and and what's what's more frustrating as well is that like, an all credit to Green Bay. Like, this was against a rookie quarterback, a guy that didn't really. Well, well, well. well what I mean is, like during the first half of the season, there was a lot. There was wee questions there and there. Is he really that guy? But Jordan Love really turned it up at the tail end of the season and got the Packers to that position, and and they deserve to be in the playoffs, rightly so. They were the better team. Like we were just, we were just absolute rubbish. But I just think calling him a rookie quarterback is like part of, and it's not you, obviously, but it's like part of the issue that the like they were planning like the the planning that went into this game like thinking of him like that is like part of the problem because he's not a rookie quarterback he sat and watched Aaron Rodgers for years he knows that like playbook Uh, you're you're right actually yeah and saying that he's not a rookie that he's he's in his first season (laughs) Uh, you're right you're right it might be his first time leading the team his first year leading the team, but like that locker room is very accustomed to him. He's been working out with them as long as they've been in the building. Like not as long as he's been in the building and they've been in the building at the same time. Like it's just silly to think of him like that. And I like, that's kind of my issue, not with obviously with you, but like with 
the game planning aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you can't think of him like that because he's not. And if that wasn't proven this week, then I don't know what else you need to see. Yeah. Because that man is just a straight up like vet at this point. Yeah. And he played fantastic. Sorry. Like Jordan Love played some really great football, made some great yeah. passes under pressure. Like even when sometimes he was getting out the pocket, he still mm-hmm. got hit and still made the and still made the throw and it was a completion. So I got nothing but a respect for Jordan Love. He played a fantastic game. Um frustrating for us to see that like getting torn up at home. Like we were supposed to seize the opportunities, like that whole marketing campaign that Jerry did, like with the t-shirt saying, what was it, seize the day or something like that, seize up or something like that. Like they made t-shirts for the whole occasion, but we didn't seize anything. We bottled it. We absolutely screwed, stretched the pooch here, essentially. Um, But yeah, it's just beyond frustrating. And, And that's probably much what the whole topic of this podcast today is going to be all about it's just sheer frustration yeah it is well okay look <clears throat> i'd like i want to make a quick point just because i i just made the mistake of opening my twitter app for the first time in a while um before we got on here and i just want to say that if you are legitimately using time out of your day to message the Prescott family and say disgusting shit you're a terrible person and you should have your phone taken away and and I hope that you don't listen to this podcast anymore and go F yourselves because that's embarrassing that's more embarrassing than what they put out on the field is doing crap like that. So if that's you, be better, Cowboys Nation. Be better. Get lost. Be better, because because we should not be putting ourselves in that situation. We should not be like fan, fans. Fans. So like, embarrassing. Yeah, we should not be putting. Where do you think you are, Philadelphia? Like, get a freaking life. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Meg. Like. I'm sorry. I just opened that and like Tad Prescott's like talking about stuff that people are saying to him. And that's just like disgusting. You're literally a gross human being. If you're DMing his family, his other brother committed suicide. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> people yeah. are so not okay. And I just wanted to get that out there. Um, Let's talk about, you had a topic that is fun. Mm-hmm. And not yes. Fresh. And it is someone that you're excited about drafting potentially. Yes. So as of right now, obviously now our season's now ended. The draft process has now begun. And already I have picked out a guy that I've already like I'm a big fan of right now. I've seen him some games during this uh, during college football season. It's offensive lineman from Duke University, Graham Barton. So he's six foot five, three hundred fourteen pounds. He is a senior, and he played that whole season with pretty much not barely breaking a sweat. And he is nasty. So I'm a big fan of him. I'm going to do some more scouting on him. 
Trust has found what any weaknesses, what is his traits more and stuff like that. But from what I've seen so far, I'm a big fan of him. And he is projected to be uh, in the ballpark, like in the end of the first and, and early second round. Okay. So that's a guy to watch out for. So, and uh, and I'm gonna be start looking at some running backs and Yeah, linebackers. he's already getting getting into the nitty gritty, you guys. That means um, we might get some, you know, a little interview action over here. He's going Hopefully, to get all yeah, spicy yeah, with the uh, mock drafts. You never know. yeah. We're, we can't promise anything. We can't promise anything, but we will try to bring some of these prospects onto the show and really get get them out there. And obviously, to to uh, they can tell us their story and stuff like that, and uh, how would they would see themselves playing for Dallas potentially and stuff like that. So we'll see what we can do, folks. Yeah, and you especially like to focus on those um, offensive line guys. And obviously, as we've stated, that is a need that we have. So, Yeah, especially now knowing that Tyron Smith is pretty much at the end near the end of his contract. I don't see him as renewing him now. Like yeah. he's not made a full season since what 20, 2015. He's always missed games since then. Probably Um the most he's played in a while is this last season, which yeah, is kind yeah, of crazy. but that, that's probably the most he's ever played this year, which is great. Yeah. And we did It's kind meet. of weird to think of, yeah. Yeah. And but is the time now come because I'm more worried about like the tyrant's health in the long run because percent Go out and get another Tyler Smith, someone that you see that you like. Don't listen to the fans necessarily because no one wanted him to be here and look at him now. that's true. But like the fact that you're able to scout these good alignment and that's that proof is in the pudding Yeah. throughout And that's the what whole. I, and I, we were the A exact lot of these guys we credit. were the exact same with Travis Frederick all those years ago. Zach No Martin. one no no and but Well, and some Zach people Martin did like Zach Martin. well But every you're, you're talking about picking someone out of like a quote unquote obscurity a little bit. Yeah, well every offensive lineman's a uh, in the first round, people did question it and it Yeah. turned out to be the best choice because We well, Tyron Smith is the exception. He was a like absolutely like back the back then in the draft, like getting him was like, uh, yeah, great pick. When it came to uh, Travis Frederick, the media and the fans thought that's a bit of a reach. People Yeah. had him had people had him graded as a fourth rounder for goodness sake, and he ended up being an all pro. Like Yeah. he ended up being one of the best centers in the NFL. Then we got Zach Martin. Everyone lost their lost their SHIT. Because we didn't Yeah. draft, because we didn't draft Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football, <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> and thank goodness for that, folks. Remember, remember, everyone wanted Johnny Football and to be the replacement for Tony Rowe. That would have been a recipe for disaster. Do you imagine? He wouldn't. He wouldn't be here. Still. I know, but but do you imagine the media uproar? Like, it's bad enough right now because we are the center of attention when it comes to the media and stuff like that, and we're getting. players now uh, going back and forth with these media guys like Skip Bayless right now having like toe-to-toe -to -toe on Twitter battles right now on I know. and just I'm just like just stop doing that get off I mean, technically they have plenty of time right now, so go ahead. the... I, I now's the time they can do it but during football season no like that like it, it's your job I mean, look, 
keep it respectful period because like at the end of the day it's a football game and you don't have any control so if you want to get mad on the internet whatever but like coming after families being disrespectful like saying gross stuff and you know what i mean like telling people to kill themselves like if you're doing that stuff like genuinely get a life but like you know if you want to rib skip for being dumb go ahead I mean, he keeps doing that stupid little skit where he pretends like he's like, I'm going to take off my Cowboys jersey. Like, bro. It was so rehearsed. Did you actually see the video? He's actually, you could see him in the corner. And There's he's a reason he's it. not an actor. Okay. Yeah. Like he was actually waiting in the corner of this kitchen, waiting for the go ahead from his wife or something or whoever he's it was. Really so cringy. And it's, you can tell him that till you're blue in the face, but going beyond that is just a little much for me. What was even funnier, he can't even open the bin lid pr- correctly. <laughs> I'm, uh, he had more trouble putting well, you know, the- like, My thing is, okay, if you have a mess up, maybe like do another take. Like how many takes did it take to get that one? I'm just- And, and, he, and he, does this, he does this every time. Like, I know. It's, like, and it's, it's, guys, it's, it's, it's as bad as like Steven's stupid like- wearing a cowboy hat being dumb things too like and well, it is Steve, meant to get a reaction out of you so like Steve, Steve, well Stephen E. Smith is the ultimate troll it really yeah. is and and he will give the cowboys credit when it's actually due he did did that he did say Dak is one of the guys that were a lead, like potentially as an MVP candidate as much he says as much I don't like it but he is like there is, I do like. I still think he can be a bit of an idiot sometimes, and but... I mean, he's at the end of the day. Like, there is, there's sometimes where I get like, I have to like remind myself. I'm like, they're literally, their job is to make you mad so that you respond. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me put that in perspective for a second, and just like breathe and close the app, and just like you know, go pet my dog. Yeah, just listen to your just listen to your fellow Cowboys content, Chris. Listen to all the podcasts here on blogging the boys, because that's when you're going to get the proper analysis and discussions of the stuff that you do want to hear. You're not going to get the uh, the clickbait that's going to get you absolutely triggered, and that's what's going to cause you to go on a Twitter storm. So, do me a favor, folks. Do me a favor, Cowboys Nation. Literally, Um, I recommend taking a walk. Um, you know, making a bunch of soup did help last week, so recommend that. You didn't um, send me pictures, though. I didn't. You want to know why? Because <laughs> I got so distracted by that stupid game. I literally, I left after the third quarter, and I went to my house. I turned off all of the lights, and I just put on, like, the most ridiculous murder documentary I could find. And it was a lot more soothing than, like, what was on the screen, so. If I was to summarize me at halftime during that game, remember the meme of the dog is in the building and the whole place is on fire and he's like, I'm fine. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> like, I'm literally like thinking that a uh, fire is burning, all hell's rising round about me because the cow was in so bad. I'm up. I'm fine. Yep, I'm fine. Uh, Not like everyone that was there watching with me like they were all yelling and my friend who's like not a cowboys fan but had people over he like looked at me he was like are you okay and i was like no i'm not okay <laughs> and he's like you're not even saying anything and i was like no i gotta go 
Like, I was like, Abby's hungry. I'm going to go take my dog to eat. And I never came back. Yeah, and for the first time this year, I actually had to open a bottle of whiskey just to kind of dampen the pain. Yeah, I'm doing a dry January, so I did all. I dealt with all of that sober. If you can imagine, mm, <laughs> not okay. enjoyable. Yeah, it took a lot for me to try and hold back from that whiskey, but the whiskey just coming in because I just really needed a bloody drink after that game. I was just like, uh, "What? Don't blame you. What in the hell I happened?" I was just like, "Then I'm just gonna feel worse in the morning because I'm gonna do something dumb and like just drink a little too much and then feel like crap in the morning." Yeah, I only had the one, just to kind of dampen the blow. But, uh, but yeah, but well, all we have left this season is to be. I'm gonna be a hater, of, what other whatever teams I don't like that are left, and then just think about the draft. You know, I'm telling you right now, right? Remember we had this discussion where it came to the Super Bowl logo being purple and yeah. red. So it's gonna be the Ravens in the. See if that happens. I am going to lose my well, I've been SHIT. saying that I think the Ravens are going to win the AFC, although I'm, like, intrigued with – I I don't want the Bills to be there. I really don't. And, no. I like, people have asked me, like, why. And I'm like, genuinely, it's because of um, their fans' online behavior. So <laughs> that's my reason. Yeah. And the whole, like, Dak versus Josh, like, interception gate thing. But Would that's you... actually where the um, my online trolls came from, was from mm. that discussion. I was like, just pointing out that Josh Allen had the same amount. And people got very mad at me, and they still damn me to this day. Yeah. It's... And since I want them to get a life, I'd also like them to, you know, have more time about their weeks so they can be out of the playoffs. Um, just like me. <laughs> but I don't know. That's what That's like my Ravens reasoning, and people are like, oh, I keep seeing a lot of there's always this random thing that happens whenever there's that like a Houston team or a, it's really only when it's a Houston team. People will be like, "Oh, well, I'm Texas first, so I'll I'll root for the Texans." No, hell no, hell no, absolutely not. I would rather jump off. I would, I would rather jump off a cliff. If I, you know, this is this call the cops the second you see me say like, you know, I think Houston, like I think I might root for Houston. Call the cops. Some someone took my phone and I am kidnapped. That's like, like me. That's I will like me never wearing... root ever a day in my life. The Astros trash. That's like me it's wearing like... a. That's Mate, that's just like me wearing a Glasgow Rangers jersey here in Scotland. Yeah. yeah. Like hell no! Like something like, happened. If, like, <laughs> like, if see, I'm rooting like, for a Houston team. Like for for our European listeners, right? Everyone knows I'm a Glasgow Celtic fan, right? If Celtic by a miracle somehow made it to the Champions League final, which will never happen, given the state how soccer is here in Europe, it's all money, money, money. If Rangers and and Celtic got knocked out, and Rangers ended up in the Champions League final, which will again will never happen, I'll never support Rangers. I would want to see that team get absolutely pumped. Yeah. No, I, I want nothing but the worst for them. I would like Dalton Schultz to get good stats and I would like them to lose. Yeah. Like um, some yeah, because somebody made a post there, like somebody's like it's like this would be quite a cool Super Bowl to have no. would be Houston versus Detroit. I'm no. in favor of Detroit in a way. Maybe not so much the fans because of their bitching. Okay, I don't care. Detroit, they don't bug me. You can they can whine all they want about that 
game. I really don't care. Like it's, it's times have passed. Times have passed. I just now. want to point out something just really quick. I have two points. One is they showed Eminem quite a lot, and I didn't hear a lot of people complain about it. And I'm just, you know, want to put that out there. Number two, my most cursed Super Bowl ever would be if it was Texans Eagles. Like I genuinely don't know what I would do. I think oh. I would. I don't know what that, I would. That, do. that would probably be the only time I would ever support Houston. I don't know what I would do. I would rather support them than I would Philly. Put it that way. I'm almost like I'd rather them stay ringless, you know, because I hate them so much. I don't know. <laughs> but then I'm like, that would mean that the Eagles won. See, I can't choose. That, well, that's the but worst. Case. That's like, the, right, okay, like, so, why aren't you rooting for the Bills and why aren't you rooting for the Texans? Those are my reasons. Okay, so that's the worst case scenario going into these playoffs, uh, going like, for the road to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Texans and the Eagles. Come no. on. That, that 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 is a cowboy's worst nightmare. I simply refuse to accept that future ever happening. Um, Thankfully, we don't need to worry about that. Because no, the, right, because no. Thank, the Eagles helped me out with that one. Thank God. Um, yeah, I, whoever is in the NFC East, I obviously hate the Niners, but at this point, I'm just like whatever. Yeah. So, so there's, 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 in fact, you know what? I wouldn't like the way how Baker Mayfield's playing right now. I'll be happy That's what for- I said, which my one of my really good friends is a Saints fan, and he was like, How dare you? And I was like, I don't like the Bucks, I just like Baker. I don't know what it is, okay? He's got grit about him. He like he's got dog. He's, he's, he's knocking he's, him down and he keeps getting back up. I don't know what to tell you guys. Like you can criticize Baker Mayfield as a quarterback as much as you want, but if there's one thing you cannot say bad about is his determination and grit. Like he wants to go out there and try and ball out and try and win the game, regardless of a how what his limits yeah. of his capabilities are. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I think the funniest thing was straight out of a Browns fan's mouth. It was like they took us. He took us from a poverty franchise to a lower middle class franchise. <laughs> and I think that's funny. That's quite funny, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know why I just like Baker Mayfield. I just do. Yeah. So. Which is- we just need some. And I don't hate with, the. I don't hate the Lions, but whatever. Yeah, we just we just need some players with that mentality as well from different points of the and multiple positions in our team to have that same mentality as Baker Mayfield does. Yeah, honestly. Because that because that, that, that I mean, there's so many things we, it could be very easily avoided. It's like stop diverting from your original game plan. Yep. And that's McCarthy and DQ, right? Don't get your knickers on a twist. Or come up with a game plan in general. Or, yeah, and 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 say that you didn't scout enough. For, duh. But um, but the other one is it's like players not going heads down, whatever. Not try and think positive. Think about that. Like if there's one thing, it's like take each play at a time. It's like okay, I screwed up that last play. I'm not going to screw up that next one. Think of that mentality going forward. It's like, because yeah. you're seeing players on the sideline, heads down and getting picked up. They were defeated like, from the yeah. beginning. Defeated really from, the, really from the start. Like when I yeah. saw like, when I saw McCarthy talking to C.D. Yeah, Lamb, and, and yeah. when you see C.D. Lamb like kind of looking at McCarthy like, I don't know what to do here. I'm just like, yeah, we're screwed here. We are screwed. That's when I knew we were going down. I, I, I think everyone knew that moment. Well, especially on television, anyway. 
I don't yeah. know. I don't know how people perceived it when they were at the game. I don't know if they saw his reaction on Probably the big not. screen, but yeah, it was not a good look, and it, that to me just showed you what the morale was like within the team when you show seen that clip. So it's it's not encouraging at all. Yeah. Anyways, um, those are just our thoughts on the playoff picture. You know, we'll see if the uh, if the color scheme ends up being right. You know, we can always just hope yeah. that it'll be blue sometime. But yeah, um, so but, but before we do go, give me who do you think's going to win the next set of games? Right. So we've got is it Baltimore and Kansas are playing next, or is it Kansas and no, Buffalo? It's Buffalo and Kansas, and Baltimore and Texans. I That's think the, the Ravens win. I want the Chiefs to win, but I don't know that they will. I feel like it's going to be Ravens-Buffalo, and I hope the Ravens can prevail. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, I think it's going to be San Francisco over the Packers, and I yep. think the, the Lions are playing the Bucks. I think it'll probably be the Lions over the Bucks, but I will – I think that – the Bucks are going to give them a really good game. I think that's going to be the game to watch, to be honest. Because, yeah. like, like <clears throat> even though, like, the Lions have got the home field advantage um, going into this game and stuff like that, but it'll be very interesting to see. But, um, but yeah, I totally agree with every one of your predictions. Yeah, we'll see if it works out that way. I hope, um, I would like to see, I obviously, I don't know. I like I like the Ravens this year. I like Lamar. I like their defense. Um, so I wouldn't mind if they made it to the, the big dance and see where it goes from there. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Anyways, after this depressing display of frustration from us. Um <laughs> Yeah. Can everyone oh, oh, follow the- you for your continued thoughts on the playoffs and your draft thoughts. Sorry, say that last bit again, sorry. I just said, where can everyone follow you for your draft thoughts? Oh, my draft thoughts, yes. Uh, yes, you can follow me at IamPeaceTo on Instagram and Twitter. But I, I, before, but, but uh, th- there is something as well we didn't mention as well. Obviously, now the international games have been announced. There, oh, yeah. is, there, there is Brazil. Mm. So, and, th- and hear me out, folks. Hear me out. But obviously, with Mexico are still redeveloping their stadium right now. That would have been the game, Dallas and Mexico, because of the international agreement and stuff like that. But I think Dallas are pretty much the front runners to host the game in Brazil this year, uh, next season. Sorry. I just feel like they won't do one again because they're so stubborn about being the home team. They're going to have to. They're going to have to do it at some point, though, Mick. I know, but I don't know if they'll do it right now. Yeah, it's it's either going to be next year or two years from now. I, this is just my personal bet. I'm all for that, and I think them playing in Brazil would be great. Um, I just think they're going to push it off as far as they can. So that's just my personal thought. Yeah, yeah. I find the I find if anything I find they're waiting for that Mexico uh, the uh, the Mexico stadium to re- be refurbished and they're going to host yeah, the game I there. I think they'll genuinely use that as an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I think that will be the agreement. But we'll yeah, just but it would see. be kind of cool to see them in Brazil. 
Yeah. I mean, I won't see them personally in Brazil. I'll watch them on TV. Yeah, but yeah, but but yes, but uh, but like I said, uh, for draft uh, prospects and stuff like that, I will be posting stuff on like that. You can just like I said, follow me at I am on Instagram and Twitter. So check it out, folks. I am at Megbury with four R's. Someday I'll dip my toes back on Twitter after I yell at people for talking to Tad Prescott. Um, but it's a very toxic place right now. So. Yeah. 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 So I might avoid it as much as possible for at least like another week or two. Um, but you can get all the up-to-date information about the Dallas Cowboys at blognewboys.com. You can also... Listen to a podcast every single day about those gosh darn Dallas Cowboys. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, send Paul some Rogaine because they're making him balder by the day. Well, I need a bath for it. <laughs> All right. Until next week, Dallas forever, Philly for never. never. Please log off the internet. Love you. Bye.